Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Howdy, but it is boo howdy. Petey was all ready with his cowboy hat to celebrate his guy's big night, which we still will. But man, what a loss. Seventh round of the shootout. You just wanted that win. But unfortunately, the Coyotes lose yet again. And uh, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button while you're here watching this. Hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and uh, Cowboy yeah. Petey. <laughs> yeah, here on Nick Bugstead night. <laughs> Nick Bugstead yeah. night. Boy, Howdy. Howdy. Let's go. Howdy. Let's go. <laughs> LFG. Oh, I mean, if we're going to be positive out of the gate on a loss... Yeah, but but honestly though, it's a road game against one of the best teams in the Western Conference in a seven round shootout. Seventh round of a shootout. Which who was it who said this is going to yes, be a please. thirteen game, thirteen round? Yeah, Craig did. Thanks. So I'm Craig, ashamed. so Craig put that in the universe, and the universe said, "Okay, okay." Oh, like, look at James retiring Retire <laughs> number. <laughs> Charles is okay. Nick's, Literally up in in mullet next so week. So Nick says the side count, PD side count already at one, and Charles says boy howdy counts boy, already howdy at count. one. So yeah. chat keep keep on it. <laughs> PD Let's last go, count boy. one. <laughs> so Bill Armstrong, if you're watching, do me a favor and don't sign any more players from Minnesota. From Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to have no, to endure had, this. If Boyd would have had a good night, we had Boyd no, Howdy, boy. another good Minnesota kid, Boyd Howdy. I thought that would have been good. Let Pat, Pat Kane end up being an Arizona Coyote. You will not hear the end of it. Let's go Buffalo. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord! Well, it was it was a really interesting game um, for sure. The Coyotes led at one point in the game. Then they seemed like it was all hope lost when Nashville stormed back. It went to a, a sh- overtime. Went to a shootout. Not necessarily what you want for a team that's trying to sink to the bottom of the standing, especially on a night where Anaheim uh, lost yet again. Two goals in the final five minutes. So you don't really mm. want that point for the Coyotes. But in terms of effort I guess you can say it's a win we always talk about you know the small the small wins along the way and and (laughs) them staying composed when they were down three to two coming back to tie it on a shorthanded goal um, and then taking them to round seven of a shootout I mean they have to feel pretty sure of course yeah compete right yeah stay competitive lose games that's that's the formula this year yeah with the biggest problem here tonight for me was the amount of times they made trips to the penalty box. Oh my Every time God. it looked like they were getting back in it, back in the box. I, I will say this, the game started off one nothing on a on a Nashville Predator power play goal. And I think we all agree that the Elbling call to Nick Schmaltz in the first period was pretty yeah, it was a bad call. questionable. It's hard. Like he's going to follow through on a pass. That was so bad. So the guy ran into his elbow more than his elbow ran yeah. into the guy's head. So I, I didn't particularly love that call and that puts the coyotes down one nothing. And then they do it. They get a penalty in overtime. They get how many penalties in the third? Like you got to stop taking penalties. Well, let's look at the the night by the numbers because it kind of paints the picture of the the penalty situation. <laughs> um, two Nashville was two for seven on the power play, but that was just the number of power plays they had. The Coyotes took more penalties than that. And if you look down there at the bottom, the Coyotes had twenty one penalty minutes tonight. That's an entire period 
of hockey that's just not going to do it for a win um, to Nashville's 11. The Coyotes were 0 for 2 on their power play. Their power play is taking a little bit of a slide. New you, personnel tonight too, yes. Yeah, yeah so. it's a, we'll, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, and then, man, those shots on goal, 46 shots on goal for the Predators to the Coyotes, 27. It was actually uh, Connor Ingram's career high, 43 saves tonight. Um, it wasn't all on Connor Ingram by any means, but – Man, those penalties. You just can't do that and expect to win a game. And they, they're they they're lucky that they held on the way that they did and, and the penalty kill did their best tonight. Yeah, Connor Ingram had a chance in this one. Uh, you know, the, the puck that trickled through on the shootout was was unfortunate. It would have been a nice story, obviously, and come back against the team for which I believe he made his first NHL start. Apparently the Coyotes are just getting goalies from Nashville now because Karel Vemelka was a Nashville Predators draft pick as really? well. So maybe I don't think I actually game. knew that way back in 2015 but uh a better effort from him tonight actually i thought he played pretty well tonight. yeah i thought he played well but but there were you've got there were points in the third period even in the second where he got beat clean and pucks rang off the post and i thought Roy, i thought he made rebound control too a yeah little bit. I, especially in overtime there were there were three or four consecutive shots that he drops by his feet well, and, the Preds, and, the, the puck at the, and net. the defense was so tired and they just needed yeah. him to hold on to it so they can mm. change lines and he he couldn't. So. But but he was solid. He he, yeah. he didn't like there were points early and you go back to when he first got here and his first start, it was after we got back from the check from Chechia and he was he just wasn't all here. He was in the yeah. wrong time zone. And I think he his game has progressed. I thought he was solid tonight. I mean you, you play seven rounds in a tie game on the road after traveling like that. Yeah, I'm I I thought he played well. Definitely not hanging this one on the goaltender yeah. at all. As a matter of fact, we're not hanging anything on anybody. Yeah. This is for this team. Yeah. An, an overtime shootout loss. Well, we're going to take this. I, I'm okay with this. Yeah, definitely. Um, and somebody, except for the point. Yeah, except for the yeah. point. Well, Some somebody had said you, you can't short score a shorthanded goal if you don't take all those hell penalties. Hell yeah! How about Bukes? So at least, shorty. at least if you're going to take a billion penalties, score okay. a shorty. And the shorty, by the way, let's talk about Nick's, oh, Nick Nick Bukes' shorty. <laughs> we should probably get to the. He looked the off game, the so. pass on the two on one bar and end like. Boy, howdy! That's a hell of a shot. It was a that hell was of a two, shot, by the way. He had he had Unbelievable a terrific shot. Terrific game. Had a goal in the shootout. Oh, had the goal in the shootout. We yeah, were, that one was nasty we too. We were all screaming. <laughs> we literally were on our feet for the the, the boogie goal in 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 the shootout. That was an unbelievable goal. It was I will say this: you need to get a goal like that, and he's a guy that doesn't need to get those shootout shots. Coaches saying, oh, he's feeling a ton. Let's get him out there. I like that approach. I do too, yeah. but yeah. now he's a guy that's earned it for the next time around. Yep. So that's a hell of a move. Get, he'll get a shot because when you look back at some of the guys who were like Christian Dvorak was money, yep. but he had to get a chance because Christian Dvorak wasn't their top three high skill guy that's going to score those goals. But once you go, oh my goodness, he can actually be really good at this. Adriana Coyne, five straight game winners. Yeah, bizarre, sure. right? Yeah, and but I do believe in the yeah. You know, like a lot of times they'll just go with the same yeah, script over tonight? again. It's the same three guys that yeah. always are your first three guys. Go with who's hot. Yeah, who's I like hot. that. Who's um, earned it? James pointed out too. Richie's goal in the shootout. Oh, the oh my a God. nasty when goal Richie too. was lining up to take that. I was thinking, there's no way. He went forehand, backhand, and the backhand, backhand, and the oh backhand ended up God. on it, so he was able to just flip it into the top corner. That was a great goal. Yeah, and you're right. The, the one that, that Ingram does give up off the blocker and in, you're like, ah, oh, he had it. Makes the save on it rolls back. And it's too bad. It, it, there are a lot of things this team did well. I thought I thought they competed incredibly well. They had great chances in the first, other than we talked about the penalty goal. But, but they had three great A's in the first period. I thought they hung around it. And then when it started to look like, uh-oh, they gave up those two in less than a minute, you go, uh-oh. This is going to get. I, I thought it was going to go way off the rails. Yeah, so did I. I thought it was going to go through. So this is another testament to this team and their ability to stay in games and keep working hard. And this fan base just is asking for that. Just keep working hard and keep competing. And this team did that all the way until the final buzzer. And I know that we're sitting here saying, yeah, maybe they shouldn't have gotten the point. But the fact that we were at one point like screaming and yelling, watching a Coyotes game exactly. in November, like. That's the things we're we're excited about. We're not, and it's funny because we're sitting there watching the Cardinals game. Also, yep. the Cardinals crew is here, and the Cardinals obviously had a tough night. But in, in the beginning, they're screaming and yelling the whole time. And Petey and I literally looked at each other and said, "Would we ever feel that way? Like maybe yeah, the Coyotes we were, were not going to yell at the with TV. the Coyotes were in the playoffs, and then the, the sixth round of the shootout. Yeah, like, we're, we're on, our, on feet. our feet. So <laughs> you know, you take you take the small victories and. It you know you got you got to enjoy it because it's a long season and and I'm glad that 
our overall energy right now is so- somewhat positive, more positive than negative, because we've had a lot of negative nights, and there's plenty more to come. Yeah, the Cardinals honest. crew in the studio too, helping yeah. keep keep us up. Keep uh, us, you know, actually, this. by by comparison, feeling good about the, yeah, our team situation. <laughs> exactly. So we're feeling great. That's one. the first time we've had a full house in the viewing room, like full house, where we had to bring in folding chairs. Yeah, there yeah. were there were, but yeah. luckily the. Rolling chairs are from more too. So, yep. from- so we're all more. Yeah. I'd like to point out that two of those chairs were taken up by somebody playing a video game, but I'm not going <sighs> to name names. It was like for half of the first period. Yeah. Really. <laughs> and it, and it was. It was appropriate. My, I did wear my red, white, and blue for the, the um, football yeah, I team got today. My blue and my. Yep. You were. Red. That's. A, yep. You're blue and white. Yep. So for the, were the, you whales in the uh, video game show? <sighs> Wow. Maybe did I bring that up? Uh, again? No, because I actually won. Didn't oh. just draw. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Oh my goodness! Well, let's get back to this one, PD. You had some keys coming into tonight. Let's go over those. Well, this I, I watched Nashville t- t- play today, and more than half of their goals come from inside the blue paint. Either shots from the point that are tipped and screened, or passes that come inside and they get in there for the rebound. They're really dangerous around the blue paint. And I thought, for the most part, the Coyotes defended very well around the blue paint, except on that rush goal where we saw Shane Gossespierre drift back into the crease. And I wish he would have played that one a little bit stronger and was able to help that pass um, that got to Deshane for the, their 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 third goal. So that one was a little disappointing. So I think overall they were pretty good around the crease. And when they weren't, they were either saved by Ingram or the post. Um, the new lineup, Schmaltz and Chikrin. I thought Schmaltz looked really good mm-hmm. for not playing for so long. I thought he added the offense. I thought he had three shots on goal that I thought were dangerous. There was one in the first where, if not Saros getting his leg out, that's in the net. Um, Chikrin, it's going to take time. It's harder to play defense than you're just... Yeah, much bigger difference in the layoffs too, right? Six and a half or six weeks versus, versus eight, eight months. months. Yeah, yeah I, I thought he played. There were a couple of plays he played really well, taking guys into the the angle, them into the corner, and pushing guys off the puck. It's going to take time for the kind of game that Jacob Chicken plays for him to be at full speed and full game speed to be that offensive threat that's jumping up in the play. He did get reps on the power play, and to Craig's point. I think that was one of the things we'll talk about the power play after this, but I think that was one of the issues in the dad's trip. I, I, if you're a dad on this, I mean, I, I will say this about, let's talk about Nick Bugstead again, because we like to do that. If your dad tears up anyway. talking about you in the intermission, buddy. Somebody earlier said Nick Bugstead's dad for king of the game. And Hell you know yeah. what? We did float well, that idea. Discussed. We did if discuss If you tear it. up talking about your kid playing in the National Hockey League, that's king for me. That was what a, what a special night for the Bukes dad. Yeah, it was really cool for his dad to get to be. It's there. cool, but if you're a dad, you you went out on Nashville last night. You were out on Broadway having a good time. You're at Tootsie's, and then you get to see a game like this. <laughs> yeah, I love an exile. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, those are the classy guys. The rest of us are at Tootsie's. Petey <laughs> like once explained to me the exact table he's. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, oh, yeah it's yeah. a good spot. It really is actually Tootsie's. Yeah. So this is we'll, a great dad's trip we'll already. And so now they they the head off to Carolina and. Um, See what happens there. But I think this is a, for the dads. Again, I'm not taking this as a loss. Seventh yeah. round in a shootout against that team. I'm not taking it as a loss. Do they still? I mean, it's quite a, when you think about the trip for the dads, those, those are the two, only two stops for the dads. Nashville, which, yeah. you know, Nashville is Nashville. Are they still staying at that hotel that's like out in the woods where you can, you know, go, go bird watching? And no, the Umstead? No, they're not out there anymore. They're at that one. That's, it's, it's actually a nice little area. It's okay. kind of like akin to a Kierland area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you remember what I'm talking about? Like, I do. It's I thought the there's literally sure nothing there. Go watch birds. Pond. There's a pond. Pool. Pond. Pond would be good for you. <laughs> Leah, anything? No reference? No. Seriously? Anybody out there? Pool, no. pond. Sorry, pond would be good for you. I got you, buddy. You got Sean? Nope. Okay. Nothing. That makes you feel better. Nope. Jeez. Another old guy reference. Oh, man. Okay. Well, yeah. let's 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 round out our talk about Bustad because he did highlight this game. Not only did he score mm-hmm. the goal... Um, in the second period and the shorthanded goal in the third period. He also had that unbelievable pass to Lawson Kraus to kick off the Coyote scoring tonight. Sauce. And Sauce. for that reason, Nick Bukestad, well, finally, 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 look at that, is the draft Boogie's king, night. king of the game. Woo! Tell me somebody gets that reference other Boogie's, than yeah, Petey Kelly and got me. It. Kelly got it. Oh, see, I feel better now. Caddyshack. 
Two goals, one assist, one shootout goal for Nick Busad in front of his Finally. dad, who is our runner-up king of the game. Because what a Let's legend! Let's go. PD has been waiting for this. I voted moment. for him every game, and he went from four points on the season to seven, almost doubled his points in one game. He went from minus one to a plus two on the season, all in one game. I got to tell you a story. The, when the, we were the up at the ice den, train starts now. When we were at the ice den, and you were, fever. You, you were uh, walking and talking with Clayton Keller. I yeah. thought you were talking to the Minnesota guys that day too and i, I saw travis to. boyd and i said have you talked to pd yet he goes no am i supposed to and i got i just figured he'd be talking yeah. to all the minnesota guys and he goes well what else would you talk about other than minnesota <laughs> like, i was okay. going to we we're gonna I, we I should do a questions. round table with pd and all the minnesota and the minnesota kids yeah, yeah. Well, minnesota like, we'll just Bear, leave Leah. we always fishing. show up one day it'll just be travis boyd and boogie that's, now that's with pd brilliant content <laughs> yeah there it is ice oh fishing oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh well i'm i'm really happy for pd and I'm very happy for Nick Bukestad to finally be crowned king of the game. And if you put money on Nick Bukestad anytime goal scorer tonight, you probably would have won yeah. big. I think that the odds on that would have been pretty high. So um, I hope somebody out there did. Someone must have. I mean, who knows? People bet on all sorts of things. And you definitely can, too, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and the Cardinals Unfortunately, not great for them tonight, but there's plenty more football this week. Thanksgiving football games are coming up. I know we don't all love football on Thanksgiving, but a lot of people do. And if you want to spice it up, you can bet on those games. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. If they do, only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And uh, we talked about wearing our red, white, and blue. I don't know if anyone saw on the PHNX Sports wow. Twitter or Instagram story today. The scene at Four Peaks. That was great. When the USA yeah. scored that goal. That was absolutely unbelievable. We had it on in the office today. Everybody was stopping what they were doing to watch that game today. It was a blast. And if you want to be part of that camaraderie, that celebration, everybody, you know, this is a once every four years event that we can all watch together. Head on over to Four Peaks. You'll have your next chance to do so. Actually, tomorrow morning, bright and early at 8 a.m. at the uh, Four Peaks H Street Pub, and it's going to be a breakfast buffet um, for Mexico's first World Cup match at 8 a.m. Be there at 8 for a delicious buffet, drink specials, and an appearance from rising head coach Juan Guerra. So that's yeah. fun. Guerra? Guerra. I always right? say it wrong. Guerra. Yeah. Uh, there's also $3 kit lifter and wow wheat pints, and uh, we'll <clears> have <throat> another more USA watch-alongs as well. Yeah, so. I was going to say, we did our part, right, at PHNX. We had the party. It was, all that went well. The only thing, only side that didn't hold up their end of the bargain was uh, Team USA. You don't like don't it when to, I bring this we, up? What are we doing We here? don't need to be no. negative. Why are you rooting against the USA? Of, I'm just disappointed by the US men's team that lost to a team, you know, from a nation the size of New Jersey with a Actually, population the size of Nevada. It was a, it was a draw. It was a draw. Oh, if you're it listening, was a draw. It was turn a it off. Draw. It's, it's round Wales round scored its first goal in yeah, the World Cup okay. in six and a half hey, decades. Hey, I will say but this. Tim Weah scored for the United States, the first player to score on Wales in the World Cup since the one and only Pele. Pele. So Tim Weah, and that's Pele. You know Pele, who didn't maybe. score, though, tonight? Kristen Pulisic? No. Oh, we're we talking. Clayton Keller or oh. Travis Boyd and their point <laughs> PD's streaks. like, all right, we're going to get Their point streaks here. are now ended, which is unfortunate. Sad. But quietly... The big man, as Tyson Ash likes to call him, Lawson Kraus, with his seventh of the year already, Tied ties for the team, for the team wow. lead with Quiet. Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller and, and Kraus both with seven goals. And I tell you, that shot was absolute money on a phenomenal sauce pass from Nick Bukestead. But <laughs> that shot was barn in. I thought we were okay. done talking about it. Wow. No, but, but, but Lawson Kraus sat here and said he wants to get 30 goals this year. Sat yeah. here and said it on this show. There were so many national predictions. I, I read so much media about the Coyotes giving Lawson con uh, Krause that yeah. contract and saying, what do they do? And, you know, was yep. this just an anomaly? It, uh, his underlying numbers don't show. This, this, is one of the, this is one of those situations where I, I, I just wanted to uh, just rip something up because I watched Lawson Krause all season. You guys watched him all season. Yeah. You know what he did. You know what kind of player he is. You know, know what kind of person he is. I expected him to take another step forward, and that's what he's doing. He's taking advantage of his opportunity, and yeah, right now he's he's looking like he's going to blow past twenty goals. Yeah, and this he's, he's taking a leadership role too, too with yeah. this team. I, I think he shows every time his feet are over the boards, he's 
He's working his ass off. He's hard in the corners. He fights for his teammates, gets to the net hard, and he can add offense. I, I, I tell you what, he's secondary scoring on the power play. He's done everything he's asked. And most importantly, when he signed that contract, he said, I want to be here. I want to be a part of this organization. And he well, took it up a notch. That's yeah. the other thing you want to see when someone signs a contract. Yes. Take it up another level. That's what he's done. And I and I was kind of I, picking on Clayton Keller a little bit. He's still a point of game guy. I know. Because he he just sneakily, quietly does it. And I thought the last game, the game prior to this one, I thought was the best game of the year. Um, I, I, today, I, again, it's going to take time to play with Nick Schmaltz and them to find. Mm-hmm. There was a couple times tonight where they found each other through the seam and they made a nice pass and made a nice play. They definitely still have that energy. Together. Without a doubt. But it's going to take time. And, and it most most evident on the power play where I thought adding two new bodies to a power play that's hot and not only add two new bodies, you move Goss Bear from the right circle to the top. So you're adding two and moving guys around. So the only guys, you get two guys in their original positions are Keller and Richie. They haven't had time to work on it. Nope. So am I surprised that the first power play unit kind of stumbled a little bit and I don't think they clicked? Yeah, I think that absolutely makes sense because they've shuffled everybody around. But you give that group of five some time. I like Nick Schmaltz down low because I think he can be a download play option where I think Travis Boyd was more of a rebound option and he was picking up garbage in front. I think Schmaltz is going to be a guy that can drop off onto the goal line and make plays like we saw Michelli do earlier in the year to Kraus. So I think it adds another element to a power play once they get comfortable with each other. Yep. Definitely. They just need more time for sure. Um, well, we talked about the shuffling of the lines and, and such, and to make room for Chikrin and Schmaltz, there were some changes that had to be made. Um, and Dylan Gunther was actually a scratch today to make room for Schmaltz. And, and then Mayo was out again um, to let Chikrin back into the lineup. So it kind of, you know, we, we we've, Debated what sort of roster moves will be made to accommodate these players returning. What did you guys think about Dylan Gunther sitting this one out? It didn't surprise me, actually. I, just knowing how they're trying to manage this, um, look, I, I I don't think it's a surprise that he's going to be in and out of the lineup a little bit. I, I think he's, to be honest, if, if we're being honest about Dylan Gunther's game, I think he's faded a little bit. I don't think he's as effective as he was early on. And there's some value, I think, two guys taking a step back, working on some things, and then get back in the lineup. But as I wrote about, uh, you know, when they decided to keep him, if you keep him under 40 games, that delays, you know, his unrestricted free agency for a year. And I, I really think that's going to happen, to be honest. Um, when you look at where he is, if he goes and plays in the World Juniors, if he takes that two-week conditioning stint after he gets back in Tucson, if he's in and out of the lineup, they can keep him under 40 games. They can still give him enough of a taste of the NHL, enough experience being around, you know, high-end trainers, high-end nutrition, high-end players living this life where I think he can benefit from it. Uh, you just you, it, it's a tough balance, right? You don't want him to be sitting too much because then you're you go back to the question of, okay, well, why did he stay in the first place? I just don't think with the the situation in the dub they thought he was gonna really gain anything from it it's it's a shame he's one of those tweeners you'd love to be able to send him to tucson and let him play but you can't do that for because, for me craig agreement he's 19 yeah and, and he's never played this much hockey in this many days in his entire life at this pace at this speed it's okay take a deep breath watch it from the press box see the game from a different angle learn a little bit and i think that's most important you what we used to do with young guys is give them a task, give them something to watch from up there so that they're keeping track or make sure they're, they're learning something for their time that they're sitting out. This in no way says anything about his development or where he's headed for this team. This is, it's a chance for him to take a deep breath, sit yep. down and go, okay, I'm tired, like physically tired and mentally tired. This is a hard grind, especially we're doing what they're doing on the road. And I, and I said it during the game tonight. Don't be surprised if you see Matthias, Matthias Michelli sitting a game, a game out too now, because for him, couple of nice plays, but I thought he turned the puck over way more than he has in the past. He's pushed off the puck more in the first 30 minutes. And I think, again, it's not going to hurt him to take a night off and sit and watch from the stands, too. So I think you're going to see some guys coming in out of the lineup. Um, and I don't know if they're going to continue the 11 and yeah, 7. Yeah, that's what's weird to me. I, 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 don't, I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's a little bizarre. I mean, and Zach Cassian's on IR. He's not going to be back till the end of this month or early December. So are you really going to go that long with... This it's alignment, it's, it's, unusual. it's kind of strange. Yeah, You look at when you do it, a lot of times with 11 and 7 is when you're thinning your roster down to 21 guys, you don't have an extra forward, and you're on the road. You go 11 and 7. Or 
in the case of Jacob Chikrin coming back from a long injury, they're going, hey, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to eat those kind of minutes or if a guy that's just coming, you know, had a, had a day-to-day guy that you're bringing back in the lineup just to make sure we can't be short a guy. It's very important he can't be short a defenseman. But Bear seems to like this. Like he's he's gone eleven and seven for is it four straight games now? Like that's unusual, and it, yeah. it makes it in in my mind it gets that extra forward that's going the ability to get more ice time. So when Keller's going, you're jumping him out every third instead of every you know four or five. Um, but it makes it much more different difficult to juggle your seven defense. Yeah, especially when you're taking penalties. So yeah. it's harder to get guys into the game. So we'll see how long he keeps going. And with the the situation on D, the the other guy that came out, of course, is Dyson Mayo, and we been suggesting that he might be the guy he struggled a little bit this season but Connor Timmons is on a conditioning stint can I go into this now yes and also one more thing <laughs> is ahead. Josh Brown did leave the game with an injury and did not return we don't know the extent we tried to go back and watch it we couldn't really see anything that happened yeah. obviously we'll try and get more information yeah in fact PD found the segment where he was supposed to go out of the Just game and we didn't shift. see anything yeah, we didn't see anything, anything. last but- the game he finished and and so so if he's out just for the rest of tonight or if he's out for an extended that could play into this too but yes craig go on about connor yeah and that's it's funny because that these things often have a way of taking care of themselves you you think how are they going to work connor timmons back into the line well maybe they will now with josh brown out um but when you look at the numbers on d and you look at the guys that could be the odd men out dyson mayo is obviously one of those guys could end up going back to tucson at some point here patrick demon could be another guy that comes out of the lineup but then there's Connor Timmons. Yeah. What do you do with Connor Timmons now? He hasn't played a lot of games. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy in the NHL. There's a, there's a line of thinking that maybe you want him to play in the AHL away from the pressure, just get reps, a lot of ice time in different situations, and get his legs under him again. But in order to do that, you have to wave him to send him down after this conditioning stint ends on Wednesday. So what do you do there? We, we saw a report from Elliot Freeman that the Toronto Maple Leafs are actually interested in him. Would the Coyotes maybe try and move him rather than risk losing him via waivers? Or do they say, you know what, we, we got to bring this kid up, even, even though he's not going to play in the same situations with the Coyotes that he might with Tucson. We need to see what we have here. It's hard to give up on a big right-handed defenseman who's that young, especially when you look at this organization and look at what they have both on the roster now and in the pipeline. How can you give up on a guy like that when you just don't have a lot of depth on defense as it is? And that's the problem. Because on the face value, he's played two games this year and he's he's didn't play last year because he was injured and he hasn't played enough games. And the only way to get him up and running and playing games is in the American League where I think you're right. I think he needs to be in the American League. I think he needs to play a lot of games, get a lot of reps, and really get his game to where everybody thought he could be at this point. He's not there because he's not getting the games. The problem, I don't know if he clears waivers. I don't think he does. I don't think you can risk it. I don't. I just don't. So you got a right-handed defenseman that you – so do you trade him? Yeah, I mean – do you maybe. give him away for free on through waivers and somebody just grabs him? Or do you go, oh, gosh, you know what? But what are you going to get for him? I mean, it's, it's just not much, pick. right? Yeah, yeah, it's not much. He's not point. a top three-round pick no. right now because he hasn't played. Nope. I, I, I don't, the, the concern I have is the future. It's not this year. I'm not worried about this year. Like, you, you can you can band-aid it. We've talked about Brown, Nema, Stetcher. They've got enough veteran defensemen that you can you can get through this season. It's, it's next year and the year after. At his age, he's a guy that should be here two, three, four years if he's an elite right-handed defenseman. So what do you do? To keep him on your roster for the next 70 games? Yeah, it's a tough one. Sitting there? I, I, it's hard. It's, it's something they're going to have to address and deal with, especially now that Chikrin's back and healthy. So, it, it, again, it's that's why GMBA gets paid the big bucks because he's got to juggle yeah. these kind of lineup decisions. Yep, it's true. Um, blatantly, as I said, Colorado played him in the AHL. It's been done. The Yotes got to bring him up. I guess we'll see. The other what one happens? I saw, did you see the comment where they're talking, we were, we were talking about Dylan Gunther sitting out today at 19? I yeah. was I was going to ask you about that. I wasn't sure if you were going to talk about it on the show. What do you do? Do, do, the, do the other players have the power to get him into a bar? He's underage? 19. He's in Nashville. <laughs> and not only that, he's with his dad. It's like a dad strip for <laughs> yeah. peewees. Okay, son, time to get to bed. Lights <laughs> yeah. out. But I want to watch David Letterman. Yeah. <laughs> no, son, back okay, to bed. we'll go That's to the IHOP. Little, uh, Let's go to the IHOP and get some pancakes. My, Another dated one? It's just, it's yeah, just dated. You know, you're right. his dad in the hotel getting buckled while all the, team, <laughs> the rest of the team is out on Broadway. 
By the way, and Roaring Four couldn't mention this earlier, and I also had the same thought while we were watching the shootout. Man, would it have been cool to see Dylan Gunther get in one of those uh, seven rounds because uh-huh. we see him as a, a goal scorer. The, the goals he scored this season, some of them have been yeah. extremely high skill. So, I mean, it, um, it'll happen eventually. We'll see it. Um, we just we just got to be patient. It's It's hard. I think it's easy to get frustrated and want the development of these players to happen quickly. We all want instant gratification, but that's just uh, – not how it goes, Tyler said. Nashville, more like Napville for, for <laughs> the underage players, yes. Yeah. Um, and then also another funny comment from Tyler earlier. Arizona sports is the Coyotes trying to tank and getting a point every other night and the Cardinals trying to win and getting embarrassed every week. <laughs> that is Arizona it sports. It is true. By the way, you know who is older than 21? Who? All three of us. And do you know where the draft is this year? <laughs> oh, buddy. Two As they gosh. say on the show, they got plans for us. Oh, oh, boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. I think you mean all four of us. Oh, yeah, buddy. come on. PHNX Coyotes taking over Nashville. Nashville. Sean and I have never <sighs> been. So I've been to Nashville. Okay, I've never been I only, to Nashville. I only spent a night there um, when I drove across country oh. to move out here. So yeah. I could spend some more time there. Just saying. It could be really yes, fun. The boy, the boy howdy count is now at f- Oh, oh it jumped from five to six. Real quick, um, the chat is talking about Barrett Hayton, so I feel like we should bring him up. Right <sighs> it's tough. <laughs> it, 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 that was it, a PD level side. And, and you know what? We're going to go with a guy that's picked fifth overall, and then as soon as you get picked fifth overall, you're a fifth overall pick for the rest of your career. And your expectations are aligned as such. 17 games, no goals. At some point, what is Barrett Hayton? Is he a 200-foot center? Well, he's minus 13. Yeah. So that he's not doing that. He's killing penalties. Got to be a great penalty killer. And you better start blocking shots. And you better not be minus 13. So you got to be one or the other. He's a tweener for me right now. I still, we've seen glimpses of Barrett Hayton being a very, very good national hockey player. We've slotted him as a number three center that can play on both sides of the puck. It just isn't been consistent enough. And, and it's too bad because we really like the kid. And we like his effort and his, the way he works. It's not that he's doing these things because he's not trying hard enough. It's just not clicking for him right now. And no, someone said not. the change of scenery. I don't think that this franchise is ready to give up on Barrett Hayton no, quite yet. You're not getting anything for him. He's a devalued asset right now, so it makes no sense to trade him. I, I just wrote about all this in the mailbag today. That's why I was signing because literally three people asked about Barrett Hayton. I just lumped all their questions together yep. and just wrote a big chunk. It's, it's exactly what you said. You can't give up on him yet, but at some point soon – Barrett Hayton needs to show something. You can't just keep saying, well, you know, he's doing some good things away from the puck. He's got to produce. He's got to produce. You're 17 games in. I know we need to see it at some point he soon. Needs, but. He needs, Barrett Hayton needs a night that, like, Nick Buke's dad yeah, had to. that's yeah. it. Like, who? <laughs> Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. <laughs> um, but if, if I were you and you were on underdog fantasy picking higher or lowers for point totals, I would stay with the lowers for Barrett Hayton right now until until he proves us otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Nick Bukestad hires. Let's go. Let's ride ride yeah. the Nick Bukestad wave. Um, if you used Underdog Fantasy tonight, you could have won some good money either by playing Daily Fantasy for hockey for the Monday Night Football game or playing the Pick'em game, picking higher or lower on player point totals. It's super fun. It's a extra way to make a couple bucks and just have a a bit of fun with it managing a season-long fantasy team is tough but you can play daily fantasy you can draft against your friends just one friend five friends six friends or against the public seriously there's just so much stuff you can do on underdog i highly recommend checking it out we've all won some money here and some people have won some big money here including a four hundred dollars and a thousand dollars so all of that you can get on underdog fantasy and it's super easy to get started right now go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app sign up with the promo code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to 100 but they'll only do that if you put in money right when you sign up so be sure to do it i promise they will they did it for me they did it for everybody here in the office um, and we've all had a lot of fun on underdog and we had a lot of fun tonight we talked about all of us in our recliners Watching multiple games on multiple TVs, we had to bring in the more furniture uh, wheelie chairs as well. But luckily, all of our furniture here is super comfortable, and that's thanks to more furniture. Um, Sean has been having some great sleeps in his new bed. Can from, confirm from more. So 
we we love more um and right now they have a fall sale going on at morefurniture.com that's morefurniture.com and you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1000 you spend it's you know it's the holiday season giving season give give some new furniture or a, or a <laughs> gift card to check out more furniture Petey, you know what I want from you on Sunday what <laughs> So the coyotes are going back to Minnesota. You may have heard this. Oh, I, oh I, no! I We're never going to hear the end of it's it. It's a noon game. It's a noon game. Boogie and Boydie will be playing in Minnesota. Yes. You know what I want from you for what? the show for Sunday? Yes. A glossary of Minnesota terms. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. You can oh, yeah. Them. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For bud. sure that. Yeah. Oh yeah, bud. <laughs> We'll be doing it for oh sure. Goodness. Oh, you betcha. Don't you know? Oh, you betcha. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well Pete- Ole and Lena jokes. If you're from Minnesota, you know about Ole and Lena. Never mind. Kay. If you know, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, and I don't know. We need to get Slindy back out here to guess. Oh, yeah. I oh, forgot yeah. that she's Slinderella. from Minnesota. Um, I just kind of said that in an accent. You know, Minnesota's close Minnesota. to Canada. It is. It is. Um, PD, I wanted to ask you more about the dad's trip just because you've been sure. in the locker room and you've been around dad's trips. Is there a different environment, a different energy, a different motivation among the locker room to do well in front of the There dads? absolutely is. And the vibe from the second they get on the plane, and you see people that saw follow the Arizona Coyotes on Twitter and, and Instagram saw them getting on the plane, it starts that second, the yeah. bonding and, and the way, you know, that the, the, the dads get to experience life through their kids' eyes. And he, the pride, and you saw it with, with Nick Bukestead's dad tearing up. And I think that that's, that's the way the whole week goes. And I, I, don't, I can't speak to how they're doing it now, but, but when I was around, they had the dads be a part of the team meetings, the video sessions, the pregame meetings. Like The dads were very involved. And the, the, the ones that, that struck me is, and I remember once Dave Tippett had the, the first dad's trip, and... Um, we were in a private bank banquet room and, and he made players come up and thank their dads publicly and oh tell a God. story about their dad and the player he brought up first and Craig will know what, he, how good an interview he is. He brought up Christian Dvorak. Christian Dvorak doesn't talk. He's not a talker. He's like, <laughs> like you make it. Hey, we got hi, hi. That, that's what <laughs> it, but he mad to get up and tell a story about his dad. And it was so touching and thoughtful. And guys were like, what? <laughs> What? I was trying to look away. Like, I'm not crying. It was just, it's really touching to see how how important family is to these kids and having their dads around. And then, you know, you saw Stetra had his granddad here because his, his father passed. So it, it was just really, it's really important. And I think it's important for them to be able to pass on the thanks to the people that helped get them there. Remember this guy's dad? The Ryan White dad in <laughs> San Jose. <laughs> So the other thing that dads do, it's vacation time for the dads too. Oh boy! So yeah. they've had they've had dad trips in Las Vegas. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, and, and the one time in San Jose, they do imbibe and they enjoy themselves on the town because they're not working, they're on vacation, they have no curfew. Um, so some of the dads do stay with their sons in the room. Some of them do not. Some of the sons are like, hey, I no, you're getting your own room. But but so a lot of the dads do stay with their kids. But but I remember um, Ryan White's dad. His son actually won a fight. Was it a fight that he won? And he might have used some profane gestures to the rest of the San Jose crowd. on film. <laughs> and it was on social media. And oh, that was my. good stuff. Oh, my. Well, stuff. But yeah, that's great. That's great. I, I wish, I, you know, we should have a mom's mom's night in here. Maybe. We totally should. We, should. we totally should. Uh, we have a wonderful photo of the all the dads in front of the, the team plane. Um, this was yesterday. This is from Kelsey Man. Grant of the Coyotes. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, they all are wearing cowboy hats. It's amazing. Um, and? and the belt buckles. And the belt buckles. All oh, the belt buckles, buddy. People in the Discord were saying, "Are they going to sell these?" Because like, I don't know. They there was buy a, them. in the Discord. People were buzzing about the the belt buckles. I love it. Like, let go all in on it. And and PD's obviously wearing his cowboy. I got hat. my cowboy hat today for but the national. That, that, that photo so, is so priceless. Got your buckle on too. I, I do not. Have okay. That's I don't think I can buy, but like my pants would probably fall down carrying that thing. That's huge. That is huge. A, that's a big buckle. It is. <laughs> it's a big buckle. Big buckle. We need that we on the set here, though. That'd be neat. <laughs> I was about to say we should get one. For no, it's really studio. cool. I, I, you know what? It's stuff like that. That's cool. They gave it to all the dads. All yeah. the players had the belt buckle on. It was really cool. It was a cool thing, and they all came in the theme. It's, it's fun. Hey, it's a game. Have fun with yeah. it. Yeah. 
I, I think it was great. And it all started for the love of the game as a little kid. And Absolutely. the reason you get into sports as a kid is because of one or both of your parents. And I'm sure for many of them, their dad played a huge role in getting them to play. Yeah. They, you know, tying their skates as a little kid. And for, for all the drama that we talk about, this guy's not playing well, this guy doesn't want to play here. Like it really, at the end of the day, it is a game and it's wow. it's really special. That I was just, my... I just felt guilty now, though, because we say that, like, I forget all these guys have dads. And you're like, oh, shit, when I'm talking bad things about them. And I go, and I think their dad, their dad's like, he's just trying the best he can. <laughs> tries hard, loves the game. Yeah, tries hard, loves the game. Exactly. Man. Well, no, but I, I think that I, I think the dad should be proud of what this yeah. what this team accomplished today. Coming, they, they hung in there. Like, it was 3-1. And they, they they hang around, hang around, and come back for the, for what they did. So I think there was great for the... Great way to start the dad trip. There's no no gonna no one gonna be sad and pouting on the plane uh, on the way to the next city tonight. No, nope. quick trip too. Quick trip. Yeah, quick trip to Raleigh. Uh, let's take a look at the map because they started this hot and there's been a big slide here. Four uh -oh. losses in a row after the three wins to start this road trip. Yeah, got a point tonight though. I almost feel like uh, it should be in yellow because they got a point. That's true. We might have to change <laughs> it to yellow for next game. Uh, we got Carolina coming up. On Wednesday, followed by Detroit, Friday, Minnesota, Sunday to round out segment three. Is that the third segment of this trip? If Vegas is one on it. Yeah, yeah Vegas is his own, I guess. Yeah, we'll call it segment three. Do they the get trip. a win on this segment? <sighs> Chad, maybe a mini. Maybe Chad, a mini. If there's a win on the segment, which game? Carolina, Detroit, or Minnesota? That's question one. And then question two is do they get a win on the rest of this road trip? And if so, which city? Um, Vancouver would be maybe my inkling just because if they haven't had the best season for this segment, Minnesota, maybe they haven't had the best season, but sure. CWP saying Detroit. I'm with CWP on this one. Mm. They got a chance in Detroit. I'm going with Minnie. Elliot said tonight would have been the game, I think. And that's true. We talked about uh, the Coyotes owning Nashville and, you know, overall playing really well against them, kind of dominating them. And when it was 2-1, we thought, okay, this might be it. Um, yeah. I, I don't like their chances in Carolina. No, I, I do. Yeah, I don't like and I think Carolina well lost a heartbreaker tonight, so they're probably going to come back buzzing. But don't quote me on that until I find out. Yeah, they lost an overtime to Winnipeg, so mm. they'll be coming back with a vengeance yeah. on Wednesday. It's not going to be yep. an easy one. SZ said Minnesota, they looked bad against the Penguins. Roaring Forks at Vancouver and Minnesota feel like wins. Detroit scored 13 goals in their last two games. Although, remember when the Coyotes scored? Was it like nine goals against Detroit last season? I do. That was You think wild. Detroit will remember that? Yeah. No. Might be on the ball yeah. board. Um, Joel said Boston is going to be bad. Joel, we're not talking about Boston yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please, Joel. That's, First that's game when back. we get to the home games. Yeah. Where oh. I don't want to think about that right now. So. Boy, howdy. That's going to be bad. What boy? Please, someone tell me what boy howdy the countdown was. That's going to be bad. But you know what lives on? What lives on? The punch card voodoo magic. Punch card um, voodoo magic. Our new pattern, which is three, three wins row. per row. We were starting to get a little nervous, but it stands true. Only one punch left on this row. So if we're talking about that loss in Carolina, three yeah, wins per row. If you do believe in if, the magic. If you believe in the magic of three wins Yep, per then row. it's hammer the hurricanes. Hammer the hurricanes on DraftKings. It's a lot of wins. Three it's a lot wins more wins row. than they had last year. Three, six, nine, twelve. Oh yeah. Eh, we'll stick with it for now. Okay. Uh, Charles wins. said the boy howdy count is eight. <sighs> and Brian said never say never with this group. That's true. They tend to win games you don't expect. And yeah, lose it's games. very true. They play like this, they're gonna win games. It's just a fact. They they play hard enough. If their goaltending is above average, and I mean above average, they're gonna need that to get wins. But but they play hard enough. They're getting offense from different people every night. They can win games. And I, I don't think we could say that a year ago. Yep, it's very true. Um, and we're not going to talk about Boston, but I am going to talk no. about them for one sec because when the Coyotes do come home in a couple weeks, they will be facing Boston right off the bat, which isn't going to be easy, but the Coyotes will be home for a good stretch of time since they've been on the road so much. If you want to get out to any of the games, check out Game Time. Um, it's the best place to buy tickets for any sporting event. You can also grab tickets to ASU Hockey Ooh, and that brings up another thing, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, ASU Hockey this weekend against Minnesota. Logan Cooley, Matthew Nyes coming to town. You can grab those tickets on game time. 
Cardinals games, Suns games, all of it. Check out Game Time. You can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy them last minute. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our description. And speaking of Minnesota at ASU, mm-hmm. now would be a great time to mention that tomorrow, Tuesday at 12 p.m., Logan Cooley himself will be a guest on the PHNX Coyotes wow. live show Tuesday at noon. Logan Cooley joining us. So. Pops to Gophers Media Relations for making this yes. happen. We're going to have Logan on for a full half hour tomorrow. Awesome. So we had a lot, a lot of ground to cover. And I think I think some Minnesota topics may come up. I would think. Yep. This is the that's the theme Minnesota. of the week. Yeah. Kids Jeez. in Minnesota. The theme of the season. Them. I need kidding. you guys to get him. To transfer to the it hit the portal getting I guess Arizona State Sun Devils hit the portal not a not a good uh, I tell you what get him Clarkson. buddy no. get him walking around Mill Avenue this weekend <laughs> well he can uh, walk around I'll, there I'll, when I'll he's a personal tour guide I'll I'll, I'll do his laundry versus, for him if he wants uh, for me he's coming to we are, we are not Mill suggesting Ave. anything here on the show let me make that clear you are not doing anything but this is what it's all about it's about these these draft picks and he's one of them the third overall pick from this. You're really excited to talk to him, and Nick said in the comments, it's the future. So yeah. that, we're really excited to talk to Logan. So everybody be sure to be subscribed to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel and hit that notification bell. It's 12 o'clock, perfect for lunch hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, go out, have your lunch, take your lunch break, throw on YouTube on your phone, and and tune in and throw in some comments on the live chat there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I really can't wait for that one. Um, Nick said, happy to get Lo- Logan Cooley a beer when he's 21. Exactly. <laughs> Good, good thinking. Uh, he can go hang out with with guns. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so really excited for that one tomorrow. And uh, if you haven't had the chance, by the way, to read Craig's monthly mailbag, that was posted today. It was for diehards only. Die so hards only. Most of our content on the website is now free and unlocked to everybody, but there is still some diehard only content. And Craig mailbag is one of those because he spends a lot of time. Yeah, this one wasn't so bad. And you know what? I Most of the time, you know, when when people answer my mailbag questions for me, you know, I, I go ahead and answer them anyway, because I think I feel like I should probably give people some inside information rather than, you know, something else. But there were a couple instances in this mailbag where people actually handled the questions expertly. So I just ran the thread and decided I'm out. No way. Wow. <laughs> go ahead and answer it for me. It's great. Can we do, awesome. so if you guys can do that on a consistent yeah. basis, I'm all for it because as I've stated many times on this show, I like it when other people do my work for I'm me. I'm just going to say, can we do that It's here? a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> just call in yeah. and I'll... We just well, have the we, chat. Boogie and Boyd. I mean, Leah and I are off one but day. I'll just sit at home? No, no. No, you you're be part interviewing of it, Boogie and Boyd. Oh. <laughs> you're and like, Swindy I don't like that. is guest producing. So all three of us get. Oh that. yeah, Aaron, Aaron, Slindy. There She's we go. from Minnesota, Perfect. also. Man, yeah, uh, you all of a sudden regret that idea. But Where are the great, Buffalo man. players at? Where are the Buffalo <laughs> players from? Where they <laughs> they'll come, Sean. They'll, they'll come. But um, if you're not a diehard, sign up today. There's so many benefits to becoming diehard. Not only to get access to the paywall content um, that. You can also curate. You can sign up for certain newsletters for certain teams. So if you're interested in the Coyotes and maybe one other Arizona team, you can get that as well. You also get a shirt or a hat at sign up. And then every year after, 20% off on merch, 20% off on all events. You get a membership card. There's a ton of special things we're going to do. Maybe some Zoom hangouts, some happy hours, AMAs, all of that. Seriously, it's a great time to become a diehard and uh, with the holidays right around the corner, you can gift somebody a membership. It's a great gift. And check out the PHNX Locker, by the way, on Black Friday. We're going to have up to 90% off everything. Huh? 90. And that's what it says. 90? That's what it says. So if you need to get your holiday shopping done, I mean, the holidays are very soon approaching. And uh, I mean, I, I just... Basically, buy for everybody. Right I would there. buy right. every like, single thing in the lot. Exactly. So I, I was uh, genuinely, everyone genuinely earlier today. I, mean, I wonder what we get my mom for for Christmas. Oh. She loves wrapping like her and my grandma the the loves wrapping her children. Just, yeah. I'm gonna just get them some PHNX. I mean, I can't think of a better gift for the sports fans in your life. Um, so head on over to PHNX Locker this Friday. When you spend $75, you get a $15 gift card. So if you hit the link in our description, you can start adding stuff to your cart today. And like I said, if you're a diehard, you get 20% off in the locker all the time. Um, and there's always new stuff dropping. So lots yep. of there's Karen and Kelly, both diehards. 
We Kelly appreciate our diehards and all the diehards in our in our. I guess it's now not the members only Discord; it's the diehards yeah. only Discord. We have a ton of fun in there. Um, literally, when Bukestad scored, everyone was like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's a blast. Game days or not, um, talking hockey all day long in there. Uh, tons of fun. You guys, is there anything else you want to get to from tonight before we wrap up? I have one question. I apologize if I've forgotten this, but. I seem to remember when PHNX Coyotes, the Twitter handle, went over 4,000. We were supposed to punish someone. Um, and I don't think we ever got to that. We didn't. I, I don't remember I, ever. I, I feel like I remember this chat saying that the Sabres-Yotes game was good enough as my punishment. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't really huh. feel like it is, actually. So while we have you live, we have passed the, we clearly passed the 4,000 followers threshold a while back. What should we make Sean do? Just let us know. Yeah, let we, us know. We should send him to the Coyotes Sabres game that's here and make him wear a kachina and make him cheer every time the Coyotes score and boo every time the Sabres. Uh, okay, score. first off, you're making it's not like that's hard for me. Yeah, I love the Coyotes. Yeah. Like you I actively root yeah, for them. I don't. I don't see that being punishment. Going to an NHL. You have oh, to yeah. wear a Minnesota Vikings jersey. Okay. Um, there we go. Yeah, what are we doing here? So how about U of A? And I don't think it's fair making him eat something. Now, either, now we're getting. Oh, we yeah. saw him We'll drop it in the in the Discord. Sing all you I gotta want go for dressed Christmas as Wilbur is, is Wildcat. you karaoke at four peaks. Walk around mullet dressed as Wilbur Wildcat. How about that? Where does that get me other than <laughs> the hospital? <laughs> By the way, all the hashtag diehards in the chat really makes me happy. So that was, love seeing that. Can we talk about the Roadrunners too? Oh, yeah. They're still tied for second in the Pacific Division. They've got their big long road trip coming up through California right now. So we're going to tune in and <laughs> make sure we get the scores. Organizations on One in San Diego, two in Ontario, and then they're heading off to San Jose. So a lot, a lot of road games coming up for them, but they're hanging around and we want to see the future. So we'll make sure we, we update you on those scores too yep. over the next week. Down the I-10 always. So. I like this one from Nick, just suggesting that I socialize with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a real punishment. That's actually that hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Well, let us know. Let us know tomorrow or Wednesday in the YouTube chat and in our diehard Discord as well, or on Twitter at phnx underscore coyotes. What you want to see Sean do, and you can let him know too at Sean underscore depause on Twitter. You can follow each of us at Craig S Morgan at Leah Merrill at as Peter's Hockey, and of course at PHNX underscore Coyotes and PHNX Sports across all social platforms. You're not going to want to miss that because then you'll get all the Black Friday deals, all of that. Um, and also Logan Cooley tomorrow at noon. Really can't wait for that one. Hope to see everybody here in the chat tonight there tomorrow and let Logan know how excited you are to have him part of this organization. I'm sure make him very happy to see. Again, Coyotes lose tonight. One point, maybe not great overall. We're happy with it, um, and we appreciate everybody here watching, chiming in live in the chat, and we'll be back tomorrow at noon. Until then, everybody, enjoy the rest of your Monday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.